This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Thursday, March 10. In Squiz Kids Today, national emergency declared. No more Big Macs in Russia. Aussie cricketers undefeated and meet the guinea pig lawnmowers. That's what's making news kid style. The Lowdown. As New South Wales picked itself up, dried itself down and took stock of the damage done by the massive rain event on Tuesday, Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison was in Lismore, in the north of the state, declaring a national emergency there. What does it mean to declare a national emergency? Sounds pretty serious, right? What it does is it gives the government in Canberra the green light to spend money on the clean-up effort and more easily send in members of the military more quickly to help get the region back on its feet. National emergencies have been declared in both New South Wales and Queensland, and an aid package worth $91 million for things like emergency accommodation, food and mental health programs for those traumatised by the experience of losing their homes or business. Traumatised means to be affected in a negative way after going through an especially difficult or disturbing experience, like the floods. Meanwhile, as if the good people of the Australian East Coast haven't suffered enough, there were reports yesterday that all the rain combined with heat had led to an explosion of snot, slime and fungus in gardens throughout Sydney. A slime mould that apparently resembles dog vomit, a blue-green algae known as snot, and a kind of fungus called stinkhorn were all having a wonderful time in the wet conditions, taking over gardens and lawns throughout the city. Authorities warned yesterday that kids shouldn't eat random mushrooms they come across, as many of them could be poisonous. I feel like that might have been a waste of a warning. I mean, I can't get my kids to eat mushrooms at the best of times. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Russia, where Macca's has closed its doors to protest against the invasion of Ukraine. McDonald's has about 850 restaurants in Russia, serving Big Macs and McFlurries to Russians in the same way they do to hungry Aussies here in Australia. But, motivated by the scenes of the last 10 days as Russian forces drive millions of Ukrainians from their homes, big companies like McDonald's have decided to take a stand. Starbucks and Coca-Cola have also closed down their businesses in Russia, and Netflix has pressed pause on providing its streaming service to the country. Now, is a lack of a McChicken or temporary suspension of Netflix going to make Russian President Vladimir Putin change his mind and withdraw his troops from the Ukraine? Probably not, but it's what's called a symbolic gesture, meant to send a message to Russians that big companies like theirs don't approve of their leaders' behaviour. Sport time! The historic first international cricket match that Australia has played in Pakistan in 24 years has ended, and commentators, players and fans have all said that it was a complete snooze fest. 
Only 14 wickets fell over the five full days of cricket, thanks to a pitch that was described as being like a road. For those of you whose eyes glaze over when the word cricket is mentioned, a cricket pitch is supposed to allow the ball to move sideways a bit when it lands so that bowlers can take wickets. Steve Smith, Australia's vice-captain, said the pitch was, and I quote, dead, which is not great. Over in New Zealand, though, a very different game between Australia and Pakistan was played. Australia's women cricketers won their World Cup match by seven wickets and are unbeaten in the tournament so far. Alyssa Healy, player of the match, described the pitch in New Zealand as tremendous. Now that's just rubbing it in. Animal Kingdom. Hands up, who's got a guinea pig as a pet? My Rosie keeps hassling me for a guinea pig, but I'm worried Louie the Wonder Dog would eat it. If you're a guinea pig owner, perhaps you know that they love eating grass, which is why a farmer in Cairns in far north Queensland has decided to add a herd of guinea pigs to his property to do the lawn mowing for him. Since adding 50 guinea pigs to his farm, farmer John from Matilda, west of Cairns, has watched on happily as his little troop of helpers mow the lawn for him on a weekly basis, munching their way through large swathes of his property. He's built special fences to keep them in and what he calls a guinea pig motel, which is a wooden pallet with a corrugated iron roof for them to sleep in. And he says they are the best farmhands he has ever had. Genius. Did you know that just like their larger pig cousins, male guinea pigs are called boars and female guinea pigs are called sows? Further proving that even at my age, you learn something new every day. for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What sort of animals has a farmer in far north Queensland been using to mow his lawn? That's right, they're guinea pigs. Question number two. Which popular fast food restaurant has shut its doors in Russia? You got it, it's McDonald's. Question number three. In which country have the Australian men's cricket team been playing on a dead pitch? Yeah, that's right, it's Pakistan. Shout out. It's March 10. Strap on your footy boots and settle onto the couch. It's the NRL season opener tonight when Penrith takes on Manly. It's also International Bagpipe Day. But I'm going to say those two are completely unrelated. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Oscar from Vermont South, Ruby from South Windsor, Maya from Bustleton, Amy from Ipswich, Catherine from Cannon Hill, Noah from Manopara and Zoe from Albury. And classroom shout-outs today go to Class 5T at St Joseph's Catholic Primary School in Chinchilla, Class 5-6AB at Mount Carmel School in Yass, and Class 6H and Ms Booth at St Paul's Catholic Primary School in Camden. Lastly, it's a special shout-out to Mount St Patrick's Primary School in Mwillumbar, who have closed their school due to the devastating floods in northern New South Wales. All the students are at home, homeschooling, and can't wait to get back to school. We're thinking of you guys and sending lots of best wishes to you all, especially Charlotte and Eliza, who sent in some amazing photographs. 
Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.